another podcast episode, podcast episode of Car Sales 101 with your host with the most, I know I kind of make this stuff up, uh, Tony Story. All right, um, before we get started, I want to thank uh, Amy Elizabeth Shaw Marshall, um, I think that I said that right, for the um, idea for this podcast. Uh, I did just record this and I got a spam call, so I'm having to start all over again and hopefully I don't get a spam call again. I got to remember everything I said. Um, so shout out to her for giving me an idea for this podcast. And like I've told you, each and every single one of y'all, um, I don't think I've gone without listening or gone without instant messaging you, instant messaging you, DMing you, private messaging you, private mess, private messaging you. Sorry, a little bit of a tongue twister today. Or I have not gone without you know jumping on a phone call with each one, each and every single one of the, each and every single one of y'all if y'all ask. Okay, so um, before we get started, the other thing is is if you get great content, great value out of this podcast, and you believe that you know somebody that could use this, please share it with them. I truly, truly appreciate that. Um, whether it be through private message, DM, screenshotting it. Um, if you're in a group and you want people to uh, listen to this podcast, please do that. I truly appreciate each and every single one of y'all listening. Like I said, I don't make a whole lot of money off of this. I'm up to $300 uh, due to the sponsors that I get through Anchor, so not a ton of money. Um, and then, you know, I give you all free content all the time, whether it be my goal sheets, uh, my templates, uh, and stuff like that. Um, the other thing is, is um, if you're listening to this on a platform, make sure you give me a five-star review. I truly appreciate that, uh, or whatever the stars you can give me on the review are. The next thing is, if you want to reach out with me on Facebook or connect with me, um, make sure you send me a message because I sometimes um, spam or I sometimes do a filter and I make sure that I, whether I don't know if you're in the car business or what, car business or not, send me a private message um, or a DM saying, hey, this is me. That way I know not to block you and I know to follow you or um, connect with you on Facebook. But if you want to connect with me on Facebook, it's Tony Story, S-T-O-R-I-E, Instagram at TNT Dad 2728 because it stands for Tatum and Tyler, which are my two kids. And the very last thing is on LinkedIn, Tony in parentheses, Anthony, last name, story. Okay. Now getting into the podcast. Uh, thank y'all for the listens on the last podcast. I thought it was a horrible episode. Um, I just ran for a little bit, but I got over 500 downloads. So I truly, truly appreciate that. So hopefully let's see if we can beat that record and do uh, 600 down, uh, downloads within the week. Sorry, I didn't give you all a podcast episode last week. We had a crazy closeout and I just was busy and I didn't get a chance to do it. So, and I like to bring y'all content when I believe content is to be, to be given. And I've gotten a lot of y'all hitting me up with information and stuff that y'all want me to talk about. Please, if you have anything, hit me up and I will talk about it. Um, I'll give you my opinion on it if, I don't have, if I'm not a subject matter expert in it. But please hit me up. Um, so, getting into the podcast episode. Uh, the question was, is what, what should you say during a follow-up, I think, and when should you follow up? Um, with a customer. And I think, you know, that's that's key to where you live. Um, I think the one thing that we live in Houston, so, you know, I think follow-up is key right away and not to sit on follow-up. Um, but sometimes when you live in a non-rural city, you know, that you live in a city that you don't have a whole lot of competition around, I think uh, that changes. So with that being said, you know, it changes per your market. Um, so I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, do a paint a paintbrush and paint it all for everybody, but I'll tell you kind of how I do it. Um, so getting into the podcast episode, and then I'll talk a little bit more at the end about some other things that I think y'all should do. The other things, guys, I hope y'all had a good closeout in January. Um, I know that um, it was kind of slow to begin with, going into politics and stuff like that, the political season. Guys, don't let that determine whether you're going to sell cars or not. People are still buying cars. 
Um, so regardless, don't let all, don't give yourself an excuse or a reason why you're not selling cars. But we had a, a strong day on the last day of the month. We sold 16 new cars, which is not unheard of, but which was very good for us to cl- for us as a closeout at the end of the month. Okay. Now, with that being said, I hope you'll have a stronger February. Make sure you write your goals down and you try to accomplish those goals and set realistic goals. Okay. Now, getting into the follow up. Okay. Now, what I wanted to kind of talk about is is when you follow up with a customer. There's three different forms I like to use, um, and I'll tell you what they are. First is going to be a phone call. The second is going to be a text message, and third is going to be an email. When the customer is at the dealership with you, make sure you opt them in for text messaging while they're at the dealership. That way, you don't have to wait till later on and seem kind of spammy, and then try to get them to opt in later on. Okay, make sure you are opting them in for text messaging while they're at the dealership with you. All right. Next is whenever you're sitting there and you have the customer, make sure you listen to what they're going to do after they leave the dealership. Whether they're going to go eat lunch, whether they're going to go look at different brands, um, whether they're just going to, you know, um, think about it for like six months, whatever it may be, make sure you know what that is because when you talk to them later on, you can be more personable and say, how did the other three vehicles compare to us? Now, mind you, you know, if you feel like you have a customer that's going to buy that day, make sure you do everything to get them to buy that day. But if you know you really have a customer that's just making an infor- information day out of this, you know that's great because at the end of the day, um, the customer um, could either be lying to you or telling the truth. I don't know, but make sure whenever they sit there and they're gonna, they say they're going to look at other brands, you know, just say, "Hey, look, do you mind me asking which brands you're going to go look at besides whatever the brand you work for is?" And when they tell you, whether it be somebody that you know you're inferior to. And like I said, you know, when I recorded this earlier, earlier, there's really no brand that's inferior to another except the Ford truck line because they're just, they sell more than anybody else. But Dodge is making a good attempt at it. So, you know, and I appreciate that. You know, they took GM off the uh, map in Silverado. So, you know, Dodge is de- definitely making a name for themselves. Now, the thing is, when you are um, talking to them and you find out what brands they're looking at, don't devalue the brand that they're, that they're going to look at because the customer took time to do the research and dig up information on that brand and they like them for a particular reason. Um, and the thing is, know something about a little bit about your brand. I don't know if the auto show is gonna make it through your town or your city, but when you go through these auto shows, make sure you go out there and look at those other brands. When I was at the auto show in Houston here, I did go look at the Kia Telluride and the Honda, Hyundai Palisade because I wanted to see what I was in competition with because those two entering the market has made a shift uh, in the midsize SUV or whatever you want to call them, mid to large SUVs. And so you have to know what you're comparing yourself against. And that way you kind of show out things that you're good at that the, that the brand might be entering the market into. And the other thing is that you show out things that, they, that they're good at too because you know that's another thing. When you, when you devalue a brand, you devalue the customer's you know, education and, and, their, and their thought process to go look at that vehicle, okay? So, um, and that's something for you to follow up with the customer on. Um, and like I said, those are those golden nuggets. So when the customer is at the dealership, make sure you opt them in. The very first thing I always do um, when I follow up with the customer, I suggest that you do it the next day. Um, you should have some sort of workflow to follow up with your customers at the dealership you're at. If you don't, make sure you get with your uh, CRM provider or get with your manager, whoever does the follow-up, make sure y'all put something in place. Um, I, would, I would highly suggest you always follow up with a text message. Um, and the reason why is because I've told this in previous episodes is that I think that, um, you know, 20%, it's somewhere in the 20% range 
of all phone call, phone calls get answered. So 80% of them are getting unanswered or whatever the range number of that is right there. Another um, stat is that I think 30-something percent of all emails uh, get open. So that leaves you another 70% that are not being open. But 99% of all text messages get read. Okay. When you have a customer that visits a dealership and you should have this in your workflow and it's very easy to do with whatever CRM that you're in is you need to create a YouTube video, okay? Um, that is applicable to all that you thank the customer. Hey, Mr. Customer, I, I wanna appreciate you for coming out to the dealership. Uh, I just wanna let y'all know a few reasons why you know you should buy from our dealership and I hope and I, and I value the time that you did spend here. I would not do one for everybody, um, but what I would do is I would make an email that you can send out to everybody that is pretty much the same So you, when you're talking to them, okay? Why do I say that? Because it is so hard to make a YouTube video for every customer that comes in, and it just doesn't make any sense, okay? So make just one that's easy. If y'all wanna know how to do that, hit me up. I can teach y'all how to do it. All you do is you make the YouTube video on the YouTube channel that you're using, whether it be yours or the dealerships. And if your dealership is not running a YouTube channel, you need to help them do that. Um, but you need to, um, to make the YouTube channel you know, whatever it is, you screenshot, click that and save it. And then you embed that into your CRM and make that image a clickable link. And it's very simple, very easy to do. It's not hard. Um, I did two of them in less than 10 minutes yesterday. And it makes it very simple, very easy. Okay. Next thing you do is you send them a text message. Now that you opted them in for text messages, I'm very, very pro video for text messaging. When a customer comes to the dealership, and I know some of the CRMs allow you to do this, um, but through eLeads, I always record a video saying, hey, I appreciate you coming, appreciate you for coming out. I don't do this for customers that have come to the dealership that we did not make a deal with because I don't have a workflow set up for that yet. Um, but I do have it for all internet customers that I do send them a video for, a pre, uh, I'm showing their appreciation for putting an internet lead into the dealership, okay? So that's one thing you should do. The very last thing is you make a phone call. When you are sitting there recording, whatever it may be, whatever it may be, make sure you make it personable to the customer. Okay, now before we go any further, um, I'm going to run a quick little commercial here, commercial break, um, whatever the sponsor is. Uh, right now, I think I got Anchor and Spotify, whatever comes in the future, I'll be plugging it, plugging it in here. Um, but give me one minute, just listen to the commercial break real quick, and I'll be right back with y'all. All right, guys, I am back. So to go back on to the fact of what follow-up should be done and how it should be done, um, when you're sending that video out to the customer, make sure you make it very personable. Hey, Mr. Customer, I know you all said y'all were going to go eat afterwards. I hope you all enjoyed the restaurant that I suggested. Or if you went there, you know, if you did go there, I hope you enjoyed the restaurant that I suggested. If not, I hope you got full on food. Um, but other than that, I just wanted to follow up with you. Thank you for taking the time to come out to the dealership. Um, if you have any further questions, don't hesitate to ask me. Um, if you can, just hit me up with a quick text message, you know, where you're at in the buying process. You know, if you're looking to move forward, or if you got another couple weeks that you want to do research, um, please just let me know. That way I don't follow up with you uh, very crazily, okay? And the reason why I suggest that you do that is because the simple fact is that you're taking the pressure off a customer, okay? That's the main thing you're doing, okay? You should also do that with a phone call. If a customer doesn't pick up the phone, please leave a voicemail. Always leave a voicemail because it shows that you care, Okay. Now, with that being said, what are the word tracks that you need to use? And I told y'all previously, you always take the golden nuggets and you use those golden nuggets for you. Um, I'm not a huge fan of word tracks for the fact that that's what you should say every time. It makes you very robotic. It doesn't make you, 
you know, it's where you're able to deviate from it or anything like that. So when you are learning these word tracks or learning how to follow up with a customer, make it personable. You know, don't make it as like, oh, hey, Mr. Customer, thank you for coming out. Or I just wanted to follow up with you. Are you ready to make the purchase? No. What is it about that customer that stands out that you can talk about? Whether it be the kids that are out there with you, without the out there with them, um, whether it was the other brands they went and looked at, whether it's y'all share a common interest or y'all share you know, the same city or state that y'all are from, or if y'all even live in the same neighborhood. It's those little things. Those will help you outsell the other, the other salesperson that's going to follow up with them. And the good thing is, is that whenever she asked this question to me, the thing is, is that you are even thinking about a workflow or even thinking about a follow-up phone call that's going to put you levels, levels ahead of everybody else. There's so many times, um, and I told this to one of my previous uh, salespeople or one of my salespeople at the dealership, and, and I'm, I truly appreciate that she asked this question. Whenever I have salespeople, so for instance, I have this one salesperson. He sells a good portion of the cars. Um, he does get a lot of cheese deals. And if y'all don't know what cheese deals are in the car business, go listen to my previous episodes. Uh, but basically, you know, it's managers, owners, GMs that give one salesperson a lot of what are easy deals to work with. Now, don't get me wrong. He does not get all the easy deals. He does have to put a lot of work into it. But the reason why we give this particular salesperson most of the cheese deals is because we know he's going to take care of the sales per- the customer from front to back. Now, with that being said, his follow-up is horrible. When a customer leaves the dealership, he is absolutely horrible at the follow-up. And what I told him the other day is, um, and, I, and I'm going to do a podcast about this, um, hopefully on Friday, is you know how to be the best closer. The thing is, is a customer is just as afraid, just afraid as afraid to call you as you are to call him. So when you're sitting there and you're thinking, man, should I call the customer? Should I call the customer? Or when's the best time to call the customer? Because I think that was also the thing that was in the um, private message that I got from uh, Amy Elizabeth. I think that was the name, or Elizabeth Amy. That was the, the, the same question I got from her is it, it's never a, a bad time. It's always a good time to call a customer. And that's why I highly suggest that you text message a customer because a customer will open a text message on their own time versus a phone call. When you make a phone call to a customer, sometimes you're not on their time, right? We all have text messages that we don't read right away, but we will read them later. And the thing is, is a text message will be answered on their own time. But I will tell you this much, there is no good answer or no bad answer about when to follow up with a customer. Um, Never to follow up a customer is a bad answer, but a good answer is just to follow up with them, touch base, say hi to them, see what's going on, see how you can be of further assistance, and that's it, you know? That's the one thing I can always tell everybody. There's no perfect time to call a customer other than the time that you're in. If you feel like that, you know, I need to wait till 6.30 or I need to wait till 12.30, that's not the perfect time. The perfect time to call a customer is when you're thinking about it and you have it fresh on your mind because you remember what's going on with that deal. For instance, you know that the customer came in, they were looking at this particular vehicle and these other models, and you have that fresh on your mind. If you wait two hours later, you're going to forget about that phone call, you're going to forget about that text message, and you're going to forget about that email, and you're not going to make that phone call. And that's what it takes sometimes to push to push a customer over the edge. Understand, you are in the people business. You are in the business of serving customers. You're not in the sales business, because if you're in the sales business and you're, only, you're in the business for sales, you're never going to be successful because all you're looking for, you, all you're looking at a customer is, is a financial transaction, not a service transaction. How can I serve this customer to, um, how can I be a better service to the customer, whether they're buying, 
you know, a car from you or whether they're just doing an information day, or whether they're just wanting to know what their vehicle is worth. How can I be of service to this customer so that this builds a relationship to whether they're going to buy from me today, tomorrow or the next day? And if y'all haven't listened to Car Sales Millionaire, the best thing you can do is listen to that podcast. And there's one that he did with Ali Rada. Um, and Ali Rada is the number one salesperson in the U.S. And I just listened to it. It was interesting to hear his perspective on it. And I agree with a lot of it and what he says because obviously he's the top salesman in the in the in the world for a particular reason. But the thing is, when you become when you see a customer as a dollar transaction and not as a helpful transaction, that's when you lose total um, respect in the car business. If you smell gross on a customer, uh, that's when you're going to stop being su- successful. When you smell, how can I be of service to this customer now and later on? That's when that customer your your gross off of one deal. Um, will never be worth what it is off of several deals, um, whether it be next year, two years, or the referral business that you're going to get off of it. You know, we all sometimes have a gross mindset, and I completely agree with that. But we also have to have a, a mindset of how am I going to serve this customer when they're going to come back later on, and how am I going to be a better service to them um, throughout their buying cycles or whatnot. Um, so. That's one thing I really, really, really want to touch on, and I appreciate you for giving me that topic. Um, but make sure, and I want to highlight and review what I talked about, okay? When a, make sure in your CRM that you have a, a setup of a reminder and use it. Make sure y'all are utilizing your CRM. Hold on, guys. I got to take a drink of water. But make sure y'all, y'all are utilizing your CRM to its fullest. And so what does that mean? When a customer comes into your dealership, Make sure you have all your all your processes and procedures set in place. If they're not, then you need to set them up yourself. But have those set up to how you're going to follow up with your customer. When a customer is at the dealership and you have them there, make sure you opt them in for text messaging, okay? Hey, while you're here, I want to opt you in for text messaging. And the very last thing is make sure you get a proper email address. Most CRMs allow you to check the email address right away, okay? The other thing is, is make sure you all create whatever YouTube channel, YouTube video it is, and you do a one for all video that, that hits everybody up. And the very last, and the next thing is, um, when you do call somebody or you do text message somebody, remember what it is that y'all talked about. And like I told y'all, I'm huge on video. So when a customer comes in and you have that information, you know, in your back pocket, um, and you're about to, you know, think about, hey, when can I call them? When should I text them? Think about what you're gonna say. Include that in that video text message. I'm telling you, video text message is huge. Um, and, and it's not going away. So, hey, I just want to appreciate you coming out and you make it more personable. And then if you want to follow up with a phone call, you're more than welcome to, okay? Uh, and the other thing is, is when's it, when is a perfect time to call? Um, there is no perfect time to call. Every time is a perfect, perfect time to call. When it's fresh on your mind, call that customer and knock it out and get done with it, okay? All right, so now on to the YouTube portion of what I think you need to do in the car business. So at my dealership, um, I'm not going to talk too much about it, um, because especially if you're in Houston and you're listening to this, um, but when you do follow-ups, the customer is more apt to watch a video um, than they are to read a text message or an email. Uh, we all have these you know, templates that we think that we should have and what we should say and stuff like that. Yes, I believe you should make an email personable, but I also think that you should make your email to where you have a clickable link that leads to a YouTube channel, because we're more, more apt to watch that. And it just makes things simple and makes things easy. And you can get the message across a lot, a lot faster in video than you can uh, versus verbal messages. If y'all want to hit me up, I can teach y'all how to do that. It's not very hard. 
um, you know, I might have to do a uh, group Zoom or something like that, have people come in on a phone call and I could teach you how to do it out of my CRM. But guys, video is very key. Um, I'm, I'm, this is a little bonus piece, but video is very key in the car business and you need to be utilizing it, whether it be through your CRM, if your CRM allows it, or if you can create a YouTube channel. Because the thing is, when you create a YouTube channel, you have go-to information that you can get to. Whenever you're not saving your information and, and y'all hit me up, for goal sheets and y'all hit me up for email templates. I was going from dealership to dealership and I didn't, have, I couldn't remember my email templates. Well, I stopped doing that and I memorized or I created a Google Doc so I could have my email templates and so I could share it with people and I had those set in place. But the other thing is when you create YouTube channels, whether it be a walk around on an explorer or hey, why should you buy from me? Those are easily accessible and those are easy to send out to customers. It makes it so much easier to do and you don't have to worry about it. Um, and, and make sure y'all are doing that. Utilize that. If you can create a YouTube channel, the thing is it brings more um, you know, SEO, search engine optimization to you um, as, a, as a salesperson and your dealership because you're tagging your dealership and all that information. Um, so I don't want to talk too much on that, but guys, I'm telling you, I'm very big on videos, so make sure you're using it. Get, get comfortable in front of the video. Yes, you're going to be horrible at first, but the more you do it, the more you're going to get comfortable with it and the better you're gonna be at it. I was horrible at it at first, uh, but now I wouldn't say I'm a, a master at it, but I know I know how to use it and I know how to do it very well and very fast. The other thing, guys, is I've had a couple of y'all hit me up on the phone sites. I have not published it in the fact that I've done full car sales on it. Um, I get a lot of traffic to some of the websites that I've created. If y'all want to hit me up and learn how to create your own phone sites, please hit me up. Um, it's $49 a month. Um, I have an affiliate link, so I don't profit from it directly. Uh, I only profit from the affiliate link. Um, so it's very easy to use. You just have to be a little tech savvy. So hit me up. Guys, if you want to connect with me on Facebook, Tony Story, S-T-O-R-I-E, Instagram, at TNT Dad 2728 LinkedIn, um, Tony in parentheses, Anthony, last name, Story. Um, guys, we all win when we all win, so make sure you're taking the same information and sharing with everybody. And this could be the hardest five-figure business or the easiest six-figure business. Uh, and guys, I can't thank y'all enough for listening to this podcast. Let's make this a, a top listener. All right, guys. I love y'all. Peace.